I'm Patrick. This is Will. And I'm Chris. And we are Guys With Issues. telling you you've screwed me up way too many times i had to think about that about that <laughs> why are you looking at me i wasn't it I was, was will he doesn't know what's real anymore i don't but today today we're gonna talk about ninja turtles again but a different one <laughs> the same but different idw's ninja turtle series which came out i think i'm not sure when it came out like 2013 i couldn't tell you no, that's not. It's way older than that. Um, Twenty ten. Look, let me look at my. Yeah, book. check the book. I th- uh, correct me. Uh, check the copyright page. I want to say it's around twenty ten, maybe. Twenty two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Because I'm pretty sure it had just launched the first time I ever went to Chimps. Oh, that's fun. Like, I picked up the second issue or something when I went in, Mm -hmm. um, and I had been married for a little bit, so it wouldn't have been 2008. Um, My guess is is 2010. That's my guess. So, Pat, did you have anything going on this week? (laughs) It has, like, 2022, and I'm like, that's not accurate. No, that's the published date for that book. Anyway. I'm going to a Renaissance Festival after we get done recording. Are you really? Mm-hmm. Oh, the local one, the, not the, the big the, fancy right, one. Right, not the big fancy one. So that'll take me like 30 minutes and I'll be done. It was August 2011. Anyway. <laughs> so that'll be fun. So, so a small so rent fair compared to your down. normal. Right. Compared to your normal rent fair. Right, but I also don't have to drive three hours to go see it. So. No, I saw, uh, because you mentioned a rent fair, my phone... Brought up a news article for about an Ohio Ren Fair. Oh yeah, I've been to that one too. Is it good? Yeah, I see. There, there's a local controversy going on. Well, I don't know because the city's forcing the tax to raise the ticket prices two dollars or something. I don't know. I don't know, but um, yeah, I, I I don't remember what I was saying. You were saying that you were going to the local Renaissance Fair and you don't have to drive three hours to oh. enjoy it. No, yeah, the so the Ohio one, it's it's pretty good. It's not quite as big as uh, like Bristol or um, well, Bristol's or considered Holly. one of the t- top ones in the country. Yeah, but it's pretty good. It's a it's a stationary, but like stationary. Yeah, like it's a it's a park that's it's built a park like that's a built little for it. Yeah. Yeah. That's how the one in North Carolina is. That was good. Uh, and the people that I talked to at the North Carolina one told me that Bristol is like their favorite to go to anywhere in the oh, country. I, I do enjoy the Bristol. They said even compared to the Texas ones, the 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 one in Texas is, is like the biggest one in the country. It's like 116 acres or something like that. Um, but they said Bristol is like their favorite. Several people at the North Carolina one talked about it with me. So hmm. because I would talk to them about, about them or like, I'd be like, oh, I think I saw you at Bristol. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, Will's never been to Bristol. Nope. I we really need to wish take you, him. I really wish you could have came when I went that one time. Just recently? Yeah. Yeah. That would have been fun. When you got your hat. Right. We need to take Will. We do need to take he Will. He needs to go. We'll have a need Guys with is Issues a Renaissance word. Festival. <laughs> <laughs> Renaissance. Work outing. I don't know what you want to call it. 
I mean, technically, if you want to consider this a job, that would be a workout. It would be a workouting, yes. It's, this is our we could, we unpaid could start, job. Yeah, we could start writing off all those movie tickets and popcorn and stuff as a business expense. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we could just establish it as an LLC. <laughs> then when you buy equipment and like... <laughs> yeah, right, that might be helpful. Start counting our gas to drive over to record. There you go. There you go. We just have the whole thing as a tax right. Yep. <laughs> Thanks, Mr. Taxman. That's probably a good idea, right? I, it could be. <laughs> I don't know. If Your mom knows about that stuff. You uh, ask her. <laughs> if you know stuff about business, let us know if that's a good idea or not at longbox at guyswithissues.com. Uh, 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 yes. If get you that think plug in early. That's something that, that plug in early. work well. <laughs> also, hmm. Um, if our if our uh, listener ever decides to go to a comic book store with uh, Mister Mister Chris over here, I don't recommend it. No, no. I don't recommend it either. No, because he he makes you think that all this stuff is amazing, which it is, and then you buy it, and then your wallet screams out in agony. See, the problem is, if you find things, and I and I have an answer, like, oh yeah, that's the whole series right there. That's a great deal. Or I go, oh, did you see this? You'd probably really like this. Uh-huh. It's because I try to enrich your life. But not his wallet. No. <laughs> I punch your wallet, but I, I <laughs> your life is in full bloom while your wallet is in complete agony. Yes. Agony! It's true, because I That's... just picked up a bunch of Aquaman stuff yeah. from a comic book store. I think we just came up with a new... T shirt. <laughs> I punch your wallet. <laughs> uh, I'm good with that. It, but just yeah. ha- it needs like it could have a wallet and it's got like a kapow coming. Yeah. I'm excited <laughs> to read it too. Yeah, I really like it. We're gonna read some of it on here. I don't I never read the complete series, all fifty two issues. Yeah. Um, but I read like twenty five of them or so, twenty five to thirty. Uh, I got out of collecting because I was spending way more than I should and uh, had a baby and things like that. And so I quit a lot of my subscriptions partway into the new 52. Mm. So um, a lot of those I read like the first 20 to 30. And then that's kind of where I got out of collecting for a while. Mm. The podcast has brought me back into it lightly. I still am not spending anywhere near what I spent on a weekly basis. (laughs) Not even, dude, it's not, not even comparable. Mm -hmm. And I would buy like figures sometimes back then, or uh, like I spent, I mean, I spent a lot, even like what I spent to go to the convention. Right. That probably would have been like two or three months of just me buying comics. Wow. Mm. I I mean, and I'm talking my hotel expense. I'm talking about my total cost. Wow. No, I'm really impressed. Yeah. Yeah. I, I spent I was spending a lot. So that is that is a lot. Well, well, do you have anything going on? Oh, not really. No, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> He's like he said work I was mean, boring this week, right? Yeah. Kind of boring. No plans for this weekend. Oh, not really. Just mundane stuff. Yeah. Yeah. My week was uh Interesting. I've just been learning all my new job stuff and that working on my old job stuff. And I'm busy. Sometimes it's kind of boring. 
I find making instructions like manuals to be kind of boring work. Me too. And that's my primary job now, and it kind of, that sucks. <laughs> yes. Um, so there's that. But other otherwise, it was just, uh, my week was pretty normal too. I s- finished a book, started another book, started reading a really good Batman story. Okay, I got to talk about this because it's a comic podcast, right? Right. So uh, after DC did their rebirth, Uh, As I learned last night, they had a really good run that was like 85 to 90 issues long. Uh, And then they went into another run that some people like, some people don't, it sounds like. But the writer for that's kind of a a hot, new hotness right now. Um, I've liked some of his work in the past. James uh, Tinian, I think is what his name is. Um, But uh, Tom King wrote the Batman stuff before that. It's supposed to be excellent. Pat picked up the finale, not knowing that that's what it was, called City of Bane. Um, But it sounds awesome. And, uh, but there's a a kind of, not a new, a new start to it, but the latest writer, Chip Zdarsky, Zdarsky. You're looking at me. I don't know how to spell his last name. I just don't. Um, I can't think of it off the top of my head, and I don't have it in front of me. Um, But he wrote this this new uh this beginning of this the arc and it's got a bad guy called failsafe which is actually a robot that is trying to take down batman and it's awesome i love it i went and i bought the issues i bought the six issues i needed to read it because i read the first couple digital and thought i really like this i'd like to read it in a physical to finish it up and so i went and picked them up but man i dig it it is it is some good stuff so look it up batman fail safe it is kind of sounds like claptrap fail safe yeah claptrap except claptrap was not useful i mean he, he could open doors yeah and he taught you how to pick things up and use guns at least in two <laughs> and in the pre-sequel, he could even go up the stairs. <laughs> uh, I feel like you're all making my points for me. <laughs> hey. He leads a revolution. I mean. He becomes a villain. Well, like, he's one of him, right? Yeah, he started as a villain. Like, well... There was a DLC in the first one. Yeah, that was the rev- Claptrap rev- Revolution, wasn't yeah. it? He, he got infected with malware. Yeah. That makes sense. And then they kind of... Malawanware. The only, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The only way he got useful was when he was infected with malware. Mm. <clears throat> but yeah, cause I think he became like a ninja or something. Something. I don't oh, know. It's, that's cool. I've slept since then. Wow. I never played it, so don't ask me. Anyway, so what did you think? Of what? No. Of the comic? You that... said, don't ask me. Oh. I'm like, oh. <laughs> well, I'm going to ask you anyway. <laughs> wow. Um, I thought that the uh, villain designs for it, because I've seen that, I thought those were cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there's what I thought. And that's the only thing that I'm given on that. So. So. so we are... went and we saw a movie. Oh, that's right. We got to talk about a movie that. that... Uh, okay. <laughs> Yes. We don't have to talk long about a movie. I don't want to talk long about this movie. I don't either. 
<laughs> it's been know. a week, and I feel like that made it fade even yeah, I've more. Forgotten, like, most I've of this barely point. talked about it, and that's when you know that Chris does not like a movie very much because normally if he enjoys it he'll tell everybody at least the what they might enjoy about it right yeah even though you two try to justify it but i'm just like nope this is not a good movie i didn't justify it i said i liked certain parts uh yeah like the end credits and uh (laughs) i did like time you got to leave (laughs) wow and the popcorn you ate while watching i didn't get pop or popcorn oh well remember that that had to make you so yeah so it was a totally (laughs) wasted (laughs) we should have got our money back we went to see teenage mutant ninja turtles (gasps) you're right (laughs) the mutant mayhem we should have asked for our tickets for our ticket price bag. bag. I wonder what the... We'd have to know if the policy says you can watch the whole movie. If it's know. like a satisfaction guaranteed or if it's like a, if you leave early. I know if you leave early, you can get refunded. But Zachary Levi did say more people need to ask for their ticket they did. cost back. Yeah, he did. And the thing is, that's because the studios make most of the money on tickets um, where the the movie theater makes its money off of concessions. Right. So... But then again, this wasn't really aimed towards. You left and said it was okay, though. It was. You had yeah. the highest opinion of all the three of us. I mean, that's, that's what you said, Pat. We're holding you to it. That's fine. <laughs> it, it was a week later. Like and if, he's like, if maybe was, it wasn't okay. <laughs> no, if I was like ten years old, I would have thought that was a great movie. My eleven-year-old enjoyed it. Yeah, and see? so did my. And I really old. think that's yes. who it was for. Even though the other. I would say some of the other Turtles material that's been made is unquestionably better as right. far as writing. Right. No, I'm not saying it's a good movie, but it was an okay movie. For children. Right. I mean, I'm pretty childish, and I did not enjoy it. You didn't enjoy it at all. Well, you're not no. childish did you enjoy? Can you name one thing you liked in it? Uh, Mikey? Did you like his persona? I mean, it's pretty accurate. Yeah, I mean, they, they for the most part, they were the turtles. They were. Yeah, I mean. Um, uh... <laughs> for the most part, I said. They still tried to give them each of their, like, little niches. Yeah, but they really didn't do a very good job. At least they, Donatello. It was think. a coming-of-age story with the trappings of Ninja Turtles and a thing about not a very hating well what you don't understand. No, it was a boring coming of age it story. Was. And also, I usually enjoy movies that the villain and the heroes are ultimately the same, but you see the difference in the choices they make. This movie did that. Did. They had the heroes and the villain had the exact same motivation. But yeah. I didn't find it compelling in this movie. Um, I have a friend that argues with me that they don't find it compelling in the movie I'm going to name. But in Big Hero 6, the hero and the villain have virtually the same motivation. And it does a really good job of showing the difference of like what a moment and a decision and having... A support system around you can like change the path that you go down, and it's a good it's a good example of that. This, I was just like, 
And that kind of raises a question, though. It's like, how did Superfly know Splinter's motivations? I don't think I don't... he did. I think they just had the... Oh, you mean when he looks at no, him and he's that... like, come on, you're... man. He's like, yeah, you're just like me. It's like, how do you know? You've never met this rat before in your life. Well, the turtles told... I think they talked about their origin with them when they were hanging out earlier. They... I don't... I think I... they were just... I think they told them their story. Like, I don't think it was on camera, but I think it... I think it's implied that they like. Mm. There's like a scene where I'm pretty sure it implies that maybe they talk to them. Well, I'm not gonna watch it again to find out. Yeah. Well, I will say that the there are two really cool action sequences. Specific, although three, if you count the first fight they get into, is pretty cool. It is. It's pretty well done. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the action sequences. Yeah, they were they were well done um, as far as like creatively and choreography and things like that. Like. The scene where they have to go get, like, shake down people for information. Yes. And they do that cool, like, each one of them transitions to fighting in a different location and stuff. That was a cool scene. I would love to see a live-action movie do that same exact thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to see some something try to do that outside of animation just to see how that would look, like, on screen. Because it was a cool idea. The yeah. idea was super cool. And I feel like they executed that well. Um, and then the final fight, once they get freed, I thought the sequence where they're like scaling the giant version of uh, Superfly was kind of a cool, it was well choreographed. I thought it, the camera shots and things looked cool in that moment, but that was about it. And the art style where we saw the trailer and thought it looked really interesting was really hard to watch. Didn't we yes. all agree on that? Like looked... the art style looked kind of ugly. Yeah, it also looked kind of different like they changed it up a little bit from the trailers like I, we i only ever watched the trailer once but i was sitting there like i don't remember i think they changed this from the trailer no i think the problem is is i think the turtles looked fine the the ninja the teenage yeah. mutant ninja turtles i think they looked fine with this art style they just made all of the humans just hideous Oh ugly. yeah, humans all look ugly in this. And I'm all not, the humans are ugly. And I'm not Except for sure. April, I think she's mostly symmetrical. Mostly. But she's still ugly. Yeah. But and and, and just, relative I don't to know. the other humans. And like like <laughs> the 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 backgrounds and stuff looked great, I thought. Yeah, and I liked the like weird like stencil effects around things. Yeah. Like the lights how they would have that like hand-drawn stencil glow kind of effect and like yeah. I liked the idea. And in the action sequences where everything was moving quickly and things, I thought that it had a cool vibe to the kinetic feel. But it was like in all the rest. There were times where I literally, it was bugging my eyes to watch it. Like I wanted to look away. Mm-hmm. It was weird. I've never seen a movie that made me not want to look at it. And I think, I think it needed a higher frame rate. You think it yeah. leaned almost into the the weird jerkiness that worked well for uh, Spider-Verse? Yes. I was actually going to say, I think it tried to copy Spider-Verse a little too much. That could be. Like trying something different? Yeah, it's like, oh, we want to do a Spider-Verse, but we need to offshoot it enough where oh, people aren't like, completely. oh, it's just a ripoff. But, uh, so, uh, and... but that's how, I mean, innovation inspires, right? So, I mean, Spider-Verse totally changed people's expectations for what animated movies were going to look like. Mm-hmm. So anyway, back to the art thing. Yeah. One of the problems I mean, is we're still on the art thing. When, um, <laughs> well, whatever. 
He's like back to what I was saying. Um, when you first see the villain, you have a silhouette of the villain. The next time we saw a human, it was a reporter that looked almost exactly like that silhouette. So I was like, why is the reporter a villain? That's not the oh, case at all. I didn't see, I didn't, my brain didn't even, there yeah. was nothing. Because, I mean, it was like the jaw was off kilter. Oh, because the, the face was about the, because the f- people are weird. I feel like it would have been a better movie if they just wouldn't have made the people weird. Yeah, I wonder if it was some weird like messaging that they did it on purpose. Like, like all people are ugly. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, everyone's ugly. I only like the mu- turtles. The mutants are the outcasts, and they make them okay. But then they make all the other ordinary it's, people just it, probably something like that. But. I have no idea. And I'm not saying you need to make them supermodels. They, they just needed to be a bit more symmetrical. They just had to look like human beings right. that didn't get hit by a truck. And not like you, you're you doing a claymation and drop the box. And exactly. You're like, well, we're just going to use It's sad these anyway. when you look at something like Wallace and Gromit and think, those look like better people than, <laughs> than this. But no, you're right. April was at least symmetrical. I wouldn't even say she was ugly, but she was... I like I thought the best all the humans human were pretty much out there. Yeah, except for all her vomit. I don't even remember any of that. You don't? Oh, I do now. Yeah, <laughs> never mind. Yeah, that's like a plot point. I was just whatever. <laughs> that was very like, yeah, Seth Rogen. Yeah, I, I I puked before. I mean, who hasn't? Yeah, it it was whatever. They did show Ferris Bueller, but they clearly didn't what, have the license to use like the sound for the movie or something. <laughs> and it play, had some like like other score that wasn't even related playing over top of it. It was very strange to me. <laughs> I was yeah, like, I think there were a couple times they played movies or something. They reference a ton of pop culture. Yeah, but that's because being stuck in the sewer, that's probably all they had. To be fair. I don't. I thought it was so, within a realm of believability. If this is for ten-year-olds, what ten-year-old knows about Ferris Bueller? Well, the turtles were fifteen. Is that what they said? Fourteen, fifteen? No. Yeah. Right. Didn't they? Mm-hmm. I have no idea. They were like actual teenagers. Were they? Yes. No, but like we said, like this, this, this movie is. For... Dude, they go to high school at the end. Well, I understand that, but. Whatever. I might be getting stories mixed I'm up. I'm almost positive they said they were 15. Because in one of the stories we read, they were 15. No, it was they were I'm 15 sure in the movie. I'm pretty yeah. sure that it said 15 years later yeah, it was on the title card. Later. Yes. Yeah. I... It was a week ago, and we none of us liked it. When did so. Ferris Bueller come out? The 80s, so, right? Yeah. When the Turtles was. Yeah, maybe that was just a cultural connection. It might be. I don't know. I don't think that. But like it kids today, do they know what that movie is? Like if you were sitting there I, watching, that probably movie not. And well, you're ten years old. They just went to it because it was a movie at the park, though. They didn't go. Oh man, they're showing Ferris Bueller. Let's go. Like they just wanted to go see a movie. And park movies are often older movies. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever attended one of those. I actually nope. have gone to some things like that, and they always show old movies. It's very rare that it's something like remotely recent. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> uh, anyway. Anyway. So clearly we all really enjoyed it. Big recommendation from us. 
<laughs> don't, don't listen to Chris. That's his recommendation. Don't listen to Chris. Here, I'll just mute my mic the rest of the time. That's 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 gonna that be a that's gonna be a bad podcast if you continue to do that. Oh well. They're probably still gonna be able to hear you on our mics. They will. I know this. <laughs> so I think I may have written too long of a synopsis. Maybe not. I kind of went ham based Jeez. off of uh, Chris's. Chris's. <laughs> but I don't know if suggestion. it like. I wrote it on my computer. So you're talking. So you're just talking about the plot points and stuff of the comic of right? what we read. So yeah. we read. All right, hold on. So I think first, Chris needs to explain who the turtles are. Oh, we've already done elevator that. pitch. The turtles are some teenagers that are mutated from turtles, and no ninja moves because of YouTube and television. According to the new movie, we no, watch. no, 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 that's bad. <laughs> Oh, they had all those Bruce Lee movies. That was the other part in that. But again, well, and YouTube, they were yeah. learning, which is stupid, but very cultural to how people learn to do things today. True. It is not going to teach you the same level of skill as having somebody actually instruct you. Anyway, so we're going to talk about IDW from 2011, <laughs> uh, the first... It's like eight issues is what I think it ended up being. It's six. like it was eight. It was I was think, it eight? I think it was eight. Yeah. Um, it was six plus the two micro series. Oh, so yeah. I assume you read Raph and Michelangelo's. Yeah. yeah. The series though, so technically it's kind of volume one. If you buy the big collected books, their volume one is double that. It's hmm. like sixteen to twenty issues and. That's what we were reading out of, but we did not read all of that. Uh, that would be a lot for a single thing for anybody reading along. All right. Well, I believe Will needs to tell Will us can what synopsis. I Go can. ahead. Ahem. Yes. You gonna read it like that? Tasked by the questionable General Krang, a lab in New York has begun researching a mutagen and psychotropic serum to create super soldiers. New intern April O'Neill discovers the test subjects for the experiment. Four baby turtles she immediately falls in love with, giving them the names Leonardo, Donatello, Michelangelo, and Raphael. What was that? Ra- Raphael? Did Ralph you say Raphael? Yeah, <laughs> I, was wait- I was waiting for you guys to. I made a licking face at pat when you said fell in love with the turtles i acted oh, like i licked oh. a turtle she probably did <laughs> trying to get a taste for turtle soup huh uh, uh, tonight that, i that, dine on turtle soup yes <laughs> i put that in there because uh ralph i know i, love I, I actually yes, called him ralph and, uh, <laughs> yeah we call him wreck it raf too in that, that uh, issue go ahead yes. Yeah, giving them the names Leonardo, Donatello, Michelangelo, Raphael, and a rat she very much doesn't like named Splinter. One night, mysterious masked ninjas attack the lab, and April barely makes it out. And in the mayhem, Splinter, the gross lab rat, escapes with the four baby turtles. However, during the escape, the... Five of them and an angry cat named Hob get covered in the mutagen and forever changed. Before the transformation can fully take effect, Raph gets separated from the rest of the family during a fight between Splinter and Hob 
Over the course of a year, Leo, Donnie, and Mikey searched the streets of New York for their lost brother. Raph, during that time, homeless and having no idea who he is or what fate has in store for him, tries to make a life for himself in the streets, and eventually teams up with a spirited youth named Casey Jones. While fighting thugs one night, they come across Old Hob and are outnumbered by his gang. This would be the night, however, that Raph is reunited with his family he didn't even know he had. Together, the four turtles defeat Hob and his gang and return home to Splinter. With a family of mutated critters made whole, the true adventure can finally begin. Ooh, good synopsis. Yeah, that that's awesome. a true synopsis. Yeah, there you go. There you go. He did a good job. He did a good job. I do good jobs. <laughs> I do good jobs. Mm-hmm. Oh, get out of here, Asriel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so what'd you guys think of this one? You read more than one issue. Did you enjoy it? A lot. Yes, yes. this was good. Cool. I so big surprise. I love this series. Uh, I've subscribed to it since the beginning. Yeah. And I I, mean, I have like a hundred and whatever issues of it now. But um, And there's so many things that happen in it, man. I wish I could tell you about some of them. But yeah, it's good stuff. I'm, I, I thought you guys would enjoy this. So, so overall thoughts, though. I think, I think out of the comics we have read, it had like probably the strongest start mm. like of a story because like almost immediately things you're you know introducing characters and things just happen fast but not too fast like it was paced well like it was paced well i thought it was a bit slow the start mm. i disagree <laughs> that's fine we do have different opinions and that's yes. okay mm-hmm. it really is Oh man, we can have differing opinions we on this can. podcast. Oh, how We're gonna dare have you. to change everything. <laughs> Stretcher uh, Steve doesn't like that. Whatever. But no, uh, no differing opinions. That's not Stretcher. I loved Saga. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, the uh, how Raph gets uh, separated hmm. from yeah, the that like, was immediately. Cool. Yeah, and so like right off the bat. You have this kind of conflict going on. Well, I don't remember. Did he get separated because Hob was trying to eat him? Trying yeah. to eat him? Yeah, he right carried him off. It was either that or he walked off because you know it's rough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now he was still a little turtle. I'm yeah, sorry, he crawled off and got thrown away. Right. And then no. So yeah, that escape. was it. Was Hob and then uh, Splinter had to grab who he could and run away. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Splinter had to escape in the moment. And Raph got like tossed into a trash pile or something. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, go on. Anywho, then yeah, you get that cool uh, backstory where they think they are reincarnated from the original uh, Foot Clan. Yoshi. Yeah. Hamato Yoshi. Yeah. Yeah. And Shen. Yeah. And it's actually his four sons. Right, which was really cool. I like that part. Yeah, that's probably the most diversive, the most diversive uh, story aspect. Story aspect for the new series mm-hmm. is the idea that the turtles and Splinter are reincarnated versions of themselves from literal feudal Japan, and yeah. and that 
Yeah, I think it's so, an interesting uh, idea because it's either going to be that or you have to have a 15-year training montage. Yeah, I mean, I like personally uh, for the comic, I think that it's interesting because it immediately establishes why Splinter feels paternal towards them anyway. Yes. Um, because he actually is their right. father. Which is great. And uh, And I love that you have Donatello going, I don't buy this stuff. Like, that's not scientific. That doesn't work. And it gives Donnie an interesting uh, point of conflict with his dad, mm-hmm. um, which you actually see more of as you read the series. Um, and and how they discuss that whole idea uh, is interesting. Um, obviously, I think I, I've read, I think I've read like somewhere between 60 and 80 issues of the series. I'm not caught up, but I have read uh, quite a bit. So yeah um yeah anyway pat what do you, do you have any do you have some more you want to say well i kind of jumped yeah, in because I mean, of the the reincarnate thing was interesting i actually i was really curious to know if you both would find that interesting i do or if you'd hate it or like and they also what? diverged a little bit in april's story because instead of her being a reporter she's a scientist she's a scientist mm-hmm. which i personally like better <laughs> No. I also find it kind of interesting that April and Casey are at college together. Yeah, I kind of saw that one coming when he's like, yeah, I, because well, in the beginning, she says that she's, you know, going to school, she's an intern. And then when Raph meets Casey, he's like, yeah, I play uh, college hockey. I'm like, right. oh, well, they're obviously going to meet that way. And but even how they meet to donuts. Cool. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Like she puts up like a, because she got attacked at work, right? The Foot Clan attacked right, her workplace so she wants to, get so she wants to, def- to learn self-defense a year later i mean uh, technically. i mean maybe it's just haunted her for so long true i mean if we're gonna start poking holes in the plot we'll get there later whoa how dare you poke holes yeah well, you just did i don't know whole poking pat <laughs> poking pat i don't I don't know that Whole I, poke and patch. I don't know that I like that name. Yeah, it might be misconstrued by some people. <laughs> some? Probably like fifty percent of the population. Yeah. We have a coworker that definitely <laughs> definitely would misconstrue, would misconstrue that one. We're gonna have to tell her your new nickname. She'll oh, call no. you that. She'll call you that she if will. I tell her that I She will. <laughs> I'm gonna leave that I mean, to you to you. Okay. Could call you Polka Pat. Polka Pat? I mean then I would be uh, with the, the Weird greats Al. like Weird Al. Yeah, I knew uh, you were going to say that. <laughs> um, I always like just polkas. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> done. <laughs> done. Thanks for listening. <laughs> I guess I mean, no. I'm just... uh, but like you said, it introduces a new character, Old Hob, who's yeah. a mutant that hates the turtles. Because he gets attacked by Splinter when he's a cat. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think that's kind of cool, too, is he holds that grudge of, like, their first meeting. That is such a cat thing to do. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it really is. Uh, but Hobbs an interesting character. He really, he has a, a really interesting arc over the course of the series. Um, but... It's very, it's kind of interesting to see right away they introduce a brand new mutant... And he gets hired by the lab that the turtles were stolen from to go find the turtles. Like, ultimately, he's supposed to bring them back so they can get their blood because they need the mutagen. Right. 
Why yeah. don't they just use him? Yes. That he threatens that. I think they want more than just him. Plus the turtles are the bit. ones the turtles are the ones that they had like in the lab. Okay. Also, please explain to me. Oh, here it is. He's already getting to what he doesn't like. Oh. Like ninety nine percent of the mutagen just went on the ground. What is getting their blood back and help? They mutated. I know. So they have the effects of mutagen in them. Right. So how's get them? How is getting the effects of the mutagen going to help? I don't know. Do I look like a scientist? It, yes. They said that. They, they also like said anybody. it's heavily diluted. <clears throat> well, they said they can't use the stuff on the ground because it was exposed to oxygen for too long, and the the key component to the mutagen was provided to them by General Krang. Mm-hmm. and they would have to go back to him and ask for more in order to make more. Right. So instead, they just need the turtles to get that element I, back. They're like, trying to reverse engineer it. I just don't understand. Like, so if I, if I, uh, I don't know, heat up something. Do you know what mutagen is? Yes. It is a, a thing that will... Because you're going to have to use, mutation. you're going to have to use an example <laughs> of something that's comparable to mutagen. Okay, I'm just saying that if I have a substance <laughs> that changes something else, that's I, alien, an alien substance from another world. You like that kind of stuff, Pat. Remember that. Yes. Other worlds. It's it's fine, but unless it's still for some reason flowing through their veins. Which it might be. Maybe. But that's not usually... <laughs> Pat's like, that's not how that works. I like that he's trying to have a scientific argument about ooze. I know, <laughs> right? Ooze. Ooze. <laughs> we like... that. I did laugh <laughs> that at that, even though it was in the trailer. We, j- we prefer to call it ooze. <laughs> uh, I'm, just, I'm just saying. You're talking about comic book science in a I Ninja am. Turtle kind I am. <laughs> I was just hoping they had an explanation for it later down the road. Um, who knows? They just want to milk them, dude. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> Please don't say that. <laughs> but technically, technically, it is what they are trying to do. Well, I, they want them back. I, I know. They, they want them back to, 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 to the blood thing, but it's, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe just, they plan to use the DNA. How do you know that the turtles weren't already a part of some kind of experiment going on? Well, they probably were. Well, maybe because they want Splinter back specifically because of the, like, uh, nootropic or whatever. Uh, right. Psych- uh, psychotropic? Yeah. That made him smarter. Like LSD. It made him be a smart rat mm-hmm. and remember that he was a man. <laughs> but also, don't they just have, like, notes? I mean, they're scientists. Yeah. Yeah, but would, maybe but... they need something to begin with. Maybe they're That's not good That's what the scientists. blood is for. Maybe. Or maybe it's you know that comic how, book writers. Maybe it's that whole idea that if you get things inside that affect your blood and genome, mm-hmm. they can look at that from a molecular level and extract what they need. I don't, I don't buy it. But that's well, that's okay. fine. It's a different I don't know universe. how many... I don't know how many vaccines and cures you've worked on, okay? And how much you know about that. <laughs> Pat just pushes a button on the wall and his huge lab just opens up. Oh, the bookshelf's going into the ground. <laughs> oh, look, he is. That's like a Batman of scientists. 
I was thinking more Dexter's laboratory. Scientist. Uh, yeah, I was kind of thinking Dexter's laboratory as well. I never watched that. I mean, I saw a couple episodes here and there. And then you went with Batman, which made sense too. Well, I, yeah, because of like the hidden stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But anyway, I understand what you guys are saying. Just it's it's part of the plot. We're and, trying to justify imaginary science, <laughs> right? And I'm just go like, along. Maybe with that's us. the first that's, problem. That's not how that works. We're trying not in the real world, but maybe in their real world. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> we don't know how it works because it doesn't exist at all. But I was just hoping they maybe had an explanation for it later on, but they don't. So you know, it's, it's okay. okay. In the next episode, it'll be our turn to nitpick things. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember what the next episode is. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> well, no, no, that's 100%. I'm on the same page as you guys. Anyway. <laughs> uh, but other than your science problem, uh-huh. you enjoyed it, though? <laughs> yeah. No, I really liked it. It was slow, and it had bad science. (laughs) Well, it's not bad science. I feel like they could have came up with a better reason. I'm a Turtles apologist, so I'm going to defend it because I'm a fanboy. I feel like they... I'm that guy. I'm a keyboard warrior right now, except we're face-to-face. Right. (laughs) I'm a face-to-face warrior. (laughs) I'm going to punch you in the face. Which just makes you a normal warrior. (laughs) Give me your wallet. I'm going to punch it. (laughs) Um, no, no, I just feel like they could have came up with a better reason as to why they not were no, paying no, no. old Hob so much money to get the mutant, not a better back. reason or a different, but reason. a more developed. Yes. You just want it's not that the reason is bad. You just want more information. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, I know. Like, why, I'm just giving you a hard time. Wanna, <laughs> why do they want their blood? Because I don't feel like they would be able to recreate the mutagen with just their blood. Well, and I don't think they're going to. <laughs> but so because they're never going to get their blood. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> because they're ninjas. Uh, but yeah, I, I I either want more explanation as to why that would work or a different reason. Wow. No, it maybe. couldn't just be because they lost all their lab stuff and won it back. Their lab animals. No. That's good enough for me. They're, they're lab animals. They're a dime a dozen. Not ones that have been experimented on. Eh. Like, in that case, they should have notes. They should be able to recreate <laughs> the experiments. Is Like, why pay another mutant millions of dollars? Do they establish it's millions? I'm He's literally guessing. using gang members. I know. He's got to pay them off somehow, right? Thousands of dollars. <laughs> I was like, that's walking that bad. T- tens of thousands of dollars. There was a lot of gang members. I st- to to find these. It's and, and maybe why? there's ulterior motives. Maybe I Baxter mean, they, Stockman like, has. They already stuff. said that they don't have the material they need. So even if they had the data, they don't have the right. But the that doesn't substance explain they need to splinter. <laughs> They want the psychotropic pack. I thought they explained that he was like the one thing that it like worked well, and they need oh, they need it back true. for. See, you but don't even remember. Mut- now you're just. But m- then they got <laughs> mutated, so it's not going to work anyway. Yeah, it is. He's even smarter now. <laughs> he knows he was a 
feudal Japanese ninja. <laughs> sure, I mean, but... technically, he would be the end product because he has both the mutagen and psychotropic. Yes, but a variable yeah, he, change he is in the experiment, so he's ruined the experiment already. No, he's proven what they need to do going forward. No. Yeah, that's he's not how created. science works. It is. <laughs> science barely even works, Pat. Most no, of it's really theory well, anyway. <laughs> you guys are hilarious. Yeah, I know. And I love science. Yes. <laughs> At least he didn't say I don't believe you. Oh, well, I was waiting for Because he'd be it. wrong. Yeah, I know. I know you love science. I know the way control groups work and all that. But guess what? I do like science fiction. He is the end product. He's a proof of concept at this point. <laughs> well, he is an in pro- yeah, an in product. Not their Not original the, goal. Right. But I bet we're going to see more experiments now. <laughs> well, sure. But getting him back is not going to fix the experiment or allow them to continue on with the experiment because a variable changed, and that's not how science works. Maybe the scientists that are involved actually have completely different motives, and one of them isn't even what you think he is. But then (laughs) they could create another experiment, but they would have to do the same thing they did with Splinter again. And maybe they will. But not with Splinter. They could just use Splinter... (laughs) And do a whole different set of experiments to figure out why it worked the way it worked. So anyway, the, our, our listener, if you're still listening, which I doubt it at this point. Baby, come back. Um, they, they don't we're going to move gonna on keep, from this. No, I refuse because they don't have to go back to square one because they have something else to start from now. But if he's the end product, why are they starting from him? Because they want to reverse engineer can, it to make can, more. But they already know the steps. They you know do the, they do theor- the thing. They didn't see the steps. They have and then you throw some steps. mutagen on him, and you're done. <laughs> they weren't there and for you that. Stick them in the microwave wanna... for one minute and fifteen seconds. <laughs> Write a paper, win a Nobel Prize, <laughs> and uh, that anyway. doesn't even have to be proven theory. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you can literally just be in the theory stage. Oh. <laughs> uh, Will's shaking his head. Yes. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I guess we and that's why we don't about. do science podcasts. <laughs> also, reverse engineering something is an engineer problem, not a science problem. <laughs> what if I think there, it's a word problem. Do you know... <laughs> <laughs> did you know that there are scientific engineers? Well, of course. Well, well there you go. The it's guy. both. Those yeah, people, did, although Bill those, is technically tell an engineer, me something. Not a scientist. Is a scientific engineer a scientist or an engineer? He is an engineer that engineers science. <laughs> so you're saying science is fake? <laughs> it's all what engineered. What is going on? <laughs> this is off the rails. <laughs> Brought to you by Ninja Turtles. <laughs> IDW. Oh, I don't know if you guys, uh, we didn't actually say who the writer was for no idea. for uh, this, right? Um, something that you guys should know, though, is that one of the main writers to this story is Kevin Eastman, 50% of the original creators. 
and Tom Kev- Waltz. Tom Waltz is the other is the other primary writer. Um, sometimes Kevin Eastman also draws some of the issues, uh, which is cool. So, but yeah, Kevin Eastman and Tom Waltz work on the new series primarily. But I thought that was cool. Uh, a lot of the art is done by Dan Duncan, at least in this arc. So, who's a great the, artist? The the art does kind of change at times throughout the series because when you have a series that goes this long it's not always the same artist Mm -hmm. there um it's pretty consistent in vibe um this arc is really good and i think this guy draws it for quite a while um but i love the art in this i think the style is very cool for turtles i agree it's really cool like sometimes it's got kind of a soft look it isn't always super detailed but there are other times where there's a lot of detail Mm -hmm. and like the movements and the fights look very like there's a lot of motion captured in it and things like that. Yes. Mo-cap. Mo-cap. Motion capture. That's what we call good art for comics. It, oh, okay. it had a lot of motion capture. Especially at a wedding. Yeah, mo-cap weddings. Mo-cap Call back to our Comic-Con <laughs> issue. Quick aside, I did listen to half of it. <gasps> did you really? I did. I'm I know. I, I say that just because... I got to the mocap wedding part. <laughs> <laughs> so for our most faithful of listeners uh, who try to understand our true timeline, um, this week that we're recording is when our special issue from Comic-Con right. <laughs> released. So obviously this this is probably going to be a couple months down the road. Two, about two but, and a half right now, I think. Yeah, so... Yeah. Um, so there you go. For those of you who try to understand when we do what. <laughs> uh, we don't even know sometimes. If we're pulling back the curtain too much, get it close. Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. Um, no? No, I know what okay. you're talking about. Just yeah. making sure. Do you? you what, know. Wizard of Oz? Okay. <laughs> <You're> oh, <laughs> I'm like, what What do I not understand? This Sorry. incredibly common pop culture thing? Hey, here's the problem, though. <laughs> You'd think that. Oh, I guess. But we establish pretty often that there are things that all three of us have surprisingly little exposure to, right? Yeah, like science. Like 10-year-olds <laughs> in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah. Anyway, no, we're not. Stop. We're not going back. <laughs> we're moving forward. Uh, <laughs> so uh, do you guys have anything else in your general overview you want to say, or should we jump into our... Into uh, our structure <laughs> into our I mean, I, rundown yeah i, I, mean, I guess i enjoyed it you guys want to argue about science anymore you guys oh, yes always <laughs> always yeah <laughs> oh, they can agree on one thing that they love to disagree uh, that's I think so we, funny we kind of stopped reading in a weird part because it didn't feel like it right was like it, it didn't conclude no but it is the first story arc technically this is on it's an ongoing so yeah it's what still ongoing yeah like there are new issues all the time that's great yeah not for me oh i'm sorry because they're at like 140 or something you mean for your bank account i mean for the fact there's spinoffs so if they're on issue 140 i probably have almost 200 issues of this comic series that I pay cover price for. Well, that sounds like a Chris issue. Chris issue. So anyway. Or a Chris you. It's where my tissues are kept. Because <laughs> I cry when I look at the money I've spent. Uh, yeah, I would agree. Um, it isn't where I wanted to stop. 
I wish we could have kept going at least like yeah. another few issues. But because it was about halfway through the collection, mm-hmm. I didn't want to overburden the amount we're reading. Yeah. Because we've done that. We read like 12 or 13 sometimes. I think there was a night quest where we pushed like 15. And to be fair, I think that one, that can be, it's okay for us because we know that we're doing this. But if we really want people to read along, I think that's way too much. Right. I do. So I tried to I tried to pick a good spot that I was like, eh, this will work. Yeah. Um, and so I did pick about half. I looked at the page count and things like that. Um, but you're right. It did kind of stop abruptly. But again, that's that was more m- me saying where to stop. But we would have had to read at least two to four more issues, I think. Mm. And then at that point, I'm like, well, might as well read the whole book. Right. <laughs> so, um, so as we jump into our structure... Uh, <laughs> building it out okay structure steve here did you guys have a favorite scene i liked um man why am i blanking the 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 turtle that was lost Raphael. Raph. ralph ralph ralph, ralph. ralph. i liked it i liked it when ralph uh <laughs> went into the, the the casey's house and beat up his dad <laughs> so for those oh, of you who awesome. don't know the context <laughs> of what bad just said <laughs> Casey's dad is abusive. He's an abusive alcoholic that Casey doesn't fight back against because of a promise he made to his uh, his dying mother. Yeah. Well, now past mother. Right. Uh, that he would take care of his dad. Mm-hmm. And so, but his dad whoops on him sometimes. And Raph hears it. Ralph, sorry. Ralph yes. hears it. And kicks in the door and says, why don't you pick on somebody else, you big lug? And he gives him a whooping. Yep. So, and Pat hates bullies. I do hate bullies. So he was like, that dad was a bully. Yes. That was one of my favorite scenes, too. It's a great scene. It is a great scene. It also establishes a cool connection for Casey and Raphael right away. Right. Away. Yeah. (laughs) Right away. Uh, I like the part when Mikey does his improv at the during the the when they're trying to steal the diamond. <laughs> so yes, he's just like mimicking and parroting what everybody else was saying, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, I can't do this because there's some asynchrony <laughs> stuff and things aren't matching up anymore." Oh no, and then just. Or the part when he fakes out the other undercover person, where he's like screaming at her. He's like, "What?" Yeah. Is-? <laughs> no, he was screaming to the uh, to the oh the to main the burglar. bad guy. To he's the bad like, guy. "You you got the cojones to do it? Come on, man! You're you're supposed to be the big bad guy." Yeah, when he was thinking of how Raph trash talks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a <laughs> that, that's good. That is a great scene. Yes, uh, I. Was going to say the same thing, actually. Oh, funny. I think the Dresden heist scene where those moments where you see Michelangelo uh, using what he's learned from his brothers to succeed in his night. Yeah. That was a fun, that was a fun, like, sequence of stuff. It was. Um, also, I, I like any of the scenes with Raph and, and Casey Jones. Yes, those are all good. I really do. Um, 
the like even in Raph's issue where it shows him like dealing with how he feels out of place and things like that. I thought those were it's it has so many good parts. It really yeah. does. Um I love I also think the scenes where uh one you get to see the tension between the brothers when they're looking for Raph where yeah. You know, Donatello's like, what's the point of this? Like, do we even know he's real? Yeah. Like, Why is it? He's probably dead already. And, you know, Splinter's just having a guilt trip because he couldn't save everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And because Donatello comes from like more of that cold logic side in this for your science. Cold reptilian. Science side. Heck yeah. <laughs> and he's he's as cold blooded as they. <laughs> Why is my favorite? Um, And the. Uh, Another cool scene, well, like I said, my my favorite scene, I'll say, is that Mikey issue, just where you get to see him mimic the brothers to be successful. That's that's so fun. But another thing, another kind of scene that I really liked, so I have to call it out, was the flashback scenes to Feudal Japan. Yeah, those were cool. Where you see Hamato Yoshi with his sons. Yes. And, like, you have to see them, you know, escape and living out and and you have that that sequence i will say where it shows splinter the way we learn about this is a christmas issue right it shows a little christmas tree it's oh when, yeah it does. i love the scene where he brings them their masks yeah, and gives Raphael his size mm-hmm. and that that issue man that might be <laughs> i don't know i was thinking the same thing I don't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I almost like this better than the Mikey one, maybe. But the Mikey one's the one I thought of when when we were talking, when I brought it up. But when Splinter is evading the gang members and things like that out on the streets, and he's scale, you know, using distraction and scaling the walls and things like that, and it's like, oh, this reminds me of another time. And you see the mirrored ideas of him avoiding the ninja in feudal Japan and them being on the run and all of that stuff. That was very cool. Um, mm-hmm. That was a cool scene. And I and it's so heartwarming because the turtles, one thing we didn't mention is just like in the original comics, the turtles all start with red masks in this. They do. But they give it a symbolic meaning, which was really cool, uh, which was they all started with red because Raph was missing. And so Splinter had them all wear red masks, in, kind of like in his memory. Mm-hmm. And then for this issue at the end, he presents them each with their favorite color from you know their life before. Mm-hmm. And that's how they get their colored masks is, be- is because Raph is found. Because good old Ralph... That was you that know. was also it, one of my favorite scenes. It was such a good, it was scene. a good scene. It was such a good scene. So yeah, that that specific scene and the mic are probably my two favorite from what we read. I would say a small little panel. I think it's around that same time when reading is when uh, you get like these two side by side panels, and it's like Christmas, and April goes home to her family, and she's like hugging her mom, and yet Casey Jones is at his mom's gravesite. And I don't remember. I don't remember that either. Did you read ahead? No. (laughs) It's in there. It's uh because his panel is dark, you know, everything it's he's obviously outside at night, so everything's kind of dark and grayed, but hers, she's inside hugging her mom. 
And I would imagine it's that same issue. So it's kind of just like this cool, because you know they have something. Oh, it is. It's going to be literally the page before the one we were talking about. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because it's when they got the. It's right. Yeah. Gifts. Yeah. See, it's it's like a side. Good call, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's that a was. Little, it's a little. Just a little thing that I'm like, oh, hey, you know, you know, obviously I know some, I watched some of the turtles, so I think they have kind of a relationship or something going on. So it's cool to see like this weird dark and light kind of, Yeah, he obviously has issues, but just like we do, just like we do. Casey Jones is a guy with issues. But I think the whole like introducing, making a Buddhist part is also kind of interesting because if you understand the process of reincarnation, that's kind of where karma comes in. Yeah, Eastern so mysticism. About, yeah, they start, like, people talk about, oh, you're, you're going to get bad karma. Karma doesn't affect you until you die, and that determines how you get reborn. Yep. Right. That is the common misunderstanding. I, so, I believe you. Yes. and That's so why it bugs me when anybody's like, oh, man, bad karma or something. I'm like, dude, that is not, not how that works. <laughs> No. If you like, if you believe that, you are not understanding it at all. <laughs> yeah, no. And so it's like, did they get bad karma, and that's why they came back as, uh, you know, animals? Because that's how that would work. Say you did bad things as a human, you would get negative karma and come back as a dog or a cat or something. And then if you were, you know, a good loyal dog for so many years, you would build up good karma and then be reborn as a human. Can you be reborn as a human? I, I think you can. I thought it like caps out. I didn't think you could be reborn as a human. Uh, it's been a really long time. You can so tell like, we are up to date with our Eastern mysticism. See, I think you can. I have no idea. <laughs> it's not science. No. <laughs> as well, Donatello I, will point out. I, I learned this in my religious studies course. Ah. I just fun. researched it one time. Yeah. <laughs> I just Googled it. I don't, I don't think the turtles were. I don't think it ever implies that they had done bad in their former life. I mean, they were children. Yeah, but it's like they're <laughs> mutated turtles. So is that a plus or a minus? It's a huge plus. I mean, look, they can eat pizza, so it's a plus. <laughs> Any a life where you can eat pizza, you are upgraded. That's a plus. Yeah. <laughs> That's a that's now that is a saying. <laughs> Pizza is delicious. So, did you have a favorite character? I mean Donatello. Duh. <laughs> uh, I would actually go with uh, Casey Jones. Like Mikey's my favorite turtle, but in what we read, he seemed to have you know a, a little bit more depth to him than what was going on with the turtles. They did, even though like. It's a real toss-up between him and Mikey because there was the, the uh, Raph was uh, berating him kind of. He's like, "Yeah, if you stop stuffing your face and reading comics." And what was funny <laughs> is I had literally just got done eating and was reading a comic, and so I'm like I can relate. You're like, "Oh, Ralph, that hurts." Yeah, Ralph, quit breaking the fourth wall and making fun of me, man. Uh, I wonder how many kids when that first came out, or. Young adults or old people. How many people <laughs> were eating pizza and reading comics when that happened? No adults. Nobody would get their fingers on it. 
Oh, no. Yeah, I made sure to finish eating. It wasn't pizza. I think I made spaghetti that night. <laughs> well, you I'm know, like, I don't want to get the book dirty. Well, you can use one hand to eat pizza and then turn the pages with the other Ma- hand. Uh, I yeah. wouldn't. No. <laughs> wow. I didn't I, say it was a good idea. I just said you, you could said do you it. You said you could. Yeah. 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 Sure. Many. I Everybody that read it felt like that. That's yeah. why they put it there. No, I'm just kidding. But that is a good thought. And I'm glad that Ralph insulted you. He did. If I'm sure that it that was powerful. It was. <laughs> uh I'm gonna say Casey Jones as well. That's who I was gonna oh, I think I think we're vibing he, over yeah, here. Yeah, we are. Uh Casey Jones definitely had uh a good introduction and a, like there's a lot that the beginning sets up that makes you want to know more about how things work out for him, what happens with his dad, his relationship with the turtles. Like there's, yeah. there's a lot that it has started that really makes you curious to see how things go for Casey. Yeah. They, they also set him up as having like a good, like, uh, like his convictions are very strong because he made that promise to his mom to not, you know, fight his dad basically. Right. And that sort of parallels with, I thought, with uh, Shen and I'm going to mess up. Hamato Yoshi. Hamato Yoshi. I was going to say Hiyoshi Yato or something. (laughs) I'm like, uh, all those letters getting jumbled up. But I don't know. I think, uh, you know, coming down the line when they find that out, they might, that might be a plot point or something. Yeah. He definitely has good, you know, character. Yep. Do you guys have a least favorite scene? I know Pat's was uh, the explanation of why Hobbs is supposed to get the so, turtles. Okay. <laughs> so yes, the the whole explanation with the whole blood thing. I mean, not not high on my list. Why did they decide to put a mutant in charge of finding the turtles instead of I don't know, like a private investigator or something? He has their scent. They point that out. He knows that he can track them because he encountered them before. But why is he in charge? He's not. Baxter Stockman's in charge. He's just like a mercenary. Right. Who's like has to hire people and all that stuff. How do you know they don't provide anybody? Because Hobbs is on the streets, man. You think those scientists want to be out doing that? I, yeah. I just really, if you I were f- a scientist, would you want to go in the back alleys in New York trying to hire people, or do you think they're going to betray you? Or if you send a giant mutant animal that can bite people's faces off and claw them to death, mm-hmm. which one do you think is going to get more respect? I'm yeah, not, dog. I'm not. I'm not saying you're wrong on any of that. <laughs> what I'm saying is there probably could have been somebody better that was in charge of Hobbs and in charge of the whole thing. Yeah, it's Baxter Stockman. That is not, but somebody between them. <laughs> well, now he has a lot of little robots. <sighs> I didn't like that scene either. Mousers? Yeah. You didn't like just, the mouser scene? It's it was literally traditional like, turtles. Like Hobbs was if just you kind were to, of cowering like an actual cat. Well, he's still an animal. How dare you? <laughs> you filthy animal. I'm so just, you don't like that Hobbs gets to be a gang leader? You think that they should have hired somebody else, even though they have to keep this super top secret 
science facility going, you think they should have contracted out. Yes. And then said, by the way, here's a giant mutant cat. I need you to come along with this. Yes. They're bringing people in all the time off the street anyway. If they're really trying to keep it secret, they wouldn't Who's be doing that. Who's bringing people in? Hobbs. Hobbs brings them into gang layers, not yes. to the science building. But I'm just saying. But Baxter Stockman would have to deal with somebody else then. This yeah. keeps it this keeps it solely compartmentalized into the science facility. Hobbs is a part of that. I'm just saying. <laughs> this is the uh, We Argue with Pat <laughs> podcast. I guess. I would have found the turtles much faster if it wouldn't have been. See, I don't Hobbs. think so. Hobbs can track them. Yes, because the smell has worked so well. He's fought them multiple times. <laughs> he literally found Raphael by himself. <laughs> A year later. Hey. They'd been fighting with the other turtles during that year. They established that. Yeah. The, so, so you're telling me the one person that he couldn't find for a year was the one who was above ground. That smells stinky. Smells. He also is the only one that wears clothes. Okay. Sometimes. <laughs> I, I, that's fine. I'm gonna name him Nitpick Pat. Well. Okay, nitpick Pat. That's gonna be your your superhero name, I guess. Uh, for this issue. <laughs> no, that's fine. But, you can you can dislike the way that they chose to write it. It's okay. Yeah. There's lots of things that we dislike. Yes. Yeah. I just. I'm not. I'm not taking it back. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's just things that I would never be bothered by. But that doesn't mean they can't bother other people. There could be, I could be the, Will and I could be one of two, well, we're two of two people, but. You are. But <laughs> technically, every other listener could be thinking the same thing. Pat is 100% right. And That's, if you think that Will and I are totally out of line, go ahead and email us. That is not At longbox at guyswithissues.com and praise Pat for his stalwart justifications and putting us in our place because you know what we know that at least i i expect an email from some people who email us regularly to probably be like pat's a hundred percent right that is so dumb uh, i don't know about that also I, I i wasn't trying to put you in your place i was just defending myself <laughs> <laughs> On both of those things, actually. That's because we're trying to put you in your <laughs> you place. You really are. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm not sure why. <laughs> but now this is fun because normally, normally this isn't how it goes. <laughs> Maybe we, we should, we should read more turtles. <laughs> read more turtles. Keep recording this early in the morning. <laughs> Pat's extra cranky when it's early. A little bit. <laughs> uh, but no. Pat brings up good points. Kevin Eastman, get your crap together. Yeah, good point, Pat. No, you're just. <laughs> Will, did you uh, have a least favorite part? What's something I could say to spark uh, <laughs> controversy. controversy within the group? Uh, <laughs> no. I didn't realize it was um, going to be so controversial. I feel like I'm on brand, what... to be honest. You're pretty much on brand. <laughs> You're the one that that probably brings up points that bother you more, like the little detail stuff. Yes. I'm just the one that either 
fanboys over things or I hate it. <laughs> and I'm not saying it was bad. I know. You said you liked it. Yeah. I know that. I'm, I'm not, not accusing you of saying that you thought it was bad. I'm also not saying... I, I just think I want more just explanation wait. as to why things happened. I think he needs to read books and not comics. How much I do expository... That. It would. paragraphs do you want in a comic just a little bit more on those two things it's because you're used but to reading gets... asriel <laughs> you're used to, to reading asriel being like ah you know what i need to do i need to do this because i'm conflicted and i have all this stuff going and you're thinking i could use about a quarter of that in my ninja turtles <laughs> and then we read x-men yeah, yeah that was good. all words <laughs> <laughs> that was a book that's what that was with some drawings in but the i drawing. bet if turtles would have been the same you may not have some of these <laughs> these that's observations <laughs> so uh that's funny it is it is interesting but they explained casey jones really well casey jones is really simple he has no science and he's not being hunted by mutants. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Your he's, two nitpicking points yes. are related to the science facility. He's, he's, he's not being <laughs> hunted by mutants yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fair enough. Right. Or French ninjas. Right. We didn't talk about the fact there are French ninjas. Well, one or two. Yeah, they surrender easy. But uh, <laughs> wow. he fought to the death. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh. Um, I would say my least favorite part would have to be when, I think I already said it, when Hobbs was getting attacked by the little robots. Right. And he was just being a filthy animal. And uh, it's like, if you can control them, you know, that well, why don't you just go with Hobbs, have him find them, and then you just use the robots. Spoiler alert. The mousers do get used in like the next issue, and they capture Splinter. <laughs> so what I'm saying is, you're right on, right on with the writer. Yeah. Boom, perfect sync. I, I'm not though. But that's a good guess, Will. For those of you who are going to read more, uh, that is what happens. <laughs> okay. What about you? Wait, that, that exactly? Like, yeah, Ben Stockman goes out with him. Baxter does not go out, but he controls the mousers. Oh, okay. And they do go and attack the lair, and they capture Splinter. Oh, well. <laughs> I totally guessed. <laughs> so there you go. There we go. <laughs> Will, Will had a perfect, perfect expectation for how it should be. Good job, Will. Ah, thanks. I knew you could do it. Um, well, one of us had to. I know, right? I'm <laughs> screwing up left and right. You're not screwing up. No. You're pointing out the flaws in what we read. Will's anticipating the future. <laughs> well, he was kind of pointing out a flaw in what we read, but it turns out to be... What happens? <laughs> what happens? <laughs> so, I don't have a least favorite part. I don't think any. I've read this like three or four times. So I, the way I read it, I don't, I don't know what I don't like about it. I don't, okay. I don't love it. In, I mean, I do. Yeah, but, I was gonna say. <laughs> but compared with like, it's hard for me to 
to say I don't like something when I know what everything ha- like how everything develops and happens. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing in the beginning that uh, I mean, like maybe. I could get nitpicky about something. I know that there's something where I could be like, oh, I don't like how that one section of art looked or because there is like one part that I'm always like, oh, that I don't like that page or something. Like <laughs> I could be picky. But ultimately, I think it's a solid start. Nothing in it really bugs me. Um, I had to consider whether or not I like the idea of the reincarnation of the turtles just because it while it's still in line with the ideas from the past, uh, it's a very different idea for the turtles. But I do think it fits in the lore of Ninja Turtles yeah. and things like that. So so especially, I like like I said, I've read too much of the series to, to really be picky on how it starts because I think the start is a good beginning to a lot of things that they set up later. Like what we read has so much stuff that comes out of it. So... Yeah, I don't. See, so I, I was know. right again. It is a strong start. Jeez. <laughs> ah. Um, it's it is a well crafted story. There's there's what I consider to be until much much later in the series, I find that it's uh pretty consistent. Yeah. So sorry to disappoint that I don't have a least favorite part. I I genuinely if I would have thought more ahead of time, I could and looked back. To be honest, I could probably pick something out. I mm-hmm. could, but like what? I don't know. So, who's your least favorite character? Ooh, uh, Casey's dad. <laughs> yes, a character you're not meant to like, right? Yeah. So this is one of those where it's not because we've a, talked about this. We've yeah. talked about characters that are written so you don't like them. And characters that you don't like because you just don't like the character. Right. So this would be a successful, this guy was written in such yeah, a way a good, that I guy. did not like Good him. bad guy. So good character, but least favorite. Love to hate him. Love to mm-hmm. hate him. I honestly thought you might say Hob or something. <laughs> Baxter Stockman for not hiring properly. <laughs> no, because that, that's not, it wasn't a, like a big Baxter thing. Stockman for bad science plans. <laughs> it just didn't make any sense to me. I'm just giving you a hard time. I know. I'm, I'm Dude, I'm they, totally teasing. That they gave a... I am just joking. A mutant cat. And they put him, they're like, you know what? That's a good idea. Let's put the, him in charge. Why well, he goes to them and offers. They accept his offer. Still. With clearly working on a contingency plan. That's all right, though. So anyway. Anywho. I'm my, not, see, the problem is they're flawed. They're enemies. They're, they're bad guys. They're flawed. I'm not saying it doesn't make sense they didn't do it. I'm just saying why. I don't know. They're the bad guys. Anyway, we're not getting back into that. If we uh let's keep going. If we're just gonna pick least favorite character based on that, I I don't know. The person that I love to hate in that series tends to be Baxter Stockman. <laughs> I do not like Baxter it Stockman. It is it is a good person to I do not to hate to And not you can like. just tell he's like a slime ball. Yeah. You can tell oh, yeah. he is a slime ball. But again, I don't think there was a character that we truly disliked unless we were intended to dislike. Right. This is it's like a it's like Constantine when we're like dislike the devil. Devil's a bad guy. <laughs> devil is a bad guy. So 
I could see Casey's dad easily um, being, and he is a doofus for a long time in the series. Uh, he gets worse. Well, he gets to be a much more threatening enemy too. <laughs> uh, but uh, Baxter Stockman, I'm going to go with him because I he is such just like a, a slime ball, and you can tell you can tell he's like working his own angles even oh, yeah. though he's hired to do this other mm-hmm. stuff you can tell um the the corporate scientist guy cool. that's my least favorite so rating what are we gonna rate it with what, what? pizzas well we did slices of pizza for the last turtles. uh so shells. ninja stars <laughs> ninja stars um <laughs> bandanas i almost said bandanas <laughs> <laughs> but there's only four. Well, should it be? I don't know. It's not. We're not changing that. But well, but we could do actually belts. Actually, size they at like around issue. <sighs> what is it? Around issue ninety, they introduce a fifth turtle. What? Yeah. There's an. There's another turtle. Is it Raph? No, it's Jenica. Because we have Ralph. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> now she wears yellow. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so, so we can we do five. Do bandanas. Technically, there are. Oh, well, he's there pulling are. stuff out and from it... the future here. <laughs> we could do manhole covers. <laughs> Turtle hole covers. What? What? Because they're not men. We <laughs> well, just sure, do but... mysterious ninjas. <laughs> ninjas. Uh, but we could do uh, black belts. Bad science do... experiments. Bad science experiments. I like that one. Jeez. Circle. Jeez, Louise. Okay. Will is on point right now. I'm Let's just fine. You know. We'll do bad science experiments. <laughs> fine. Out of five bad science experiments. Uh, I want to say four. Solid four. Solid four. Man. I really did enjoy it. Man. Yeah. Yeah. I almost gave it a two just to spite, but. <laughs> Man, I now just you just can't... wanted a war. <laughs> Man, I just can't believe he liked Nightfall a whole point better than this. Oh, wow! Well, wow, you're right. <laughs> no. Actually, well, no, I really like the first part of Nightfall. Yeah, you gave the first two parts a five. No, you're right. You're right. I would recommend this to somebody. I'm giving it a five. Oh, Ooh. we. Yeah, <laughs> he'd go. He five. hands it to somebody. He goes, listen. Ignore the bad science. I would not even say that. <laughs> Be like, we can get together later for an hour and I'll explain to you. I or you can listen to my that. podcast, Guys Jeez. with Issues, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google. <laughs> uh, oh, shoot. No, I, I have learned my life. I thought, I thought this was good enough that Don't you would recommend it. Yeah, that's why. I, that's why I pressed. No, I, I wasn't no, trying was, to trick you. No, you're right. You're but right. I did think I, that, I sh- that it seemed like you would recommend this. I to would. Somebody. I would 100 recommend this. So. I just, I'm still waking up. <laughs> he forgot his rating scale. Uh, <laughs> he forgot. I did. <laughs> I truly did. Forget. Uh, for because for this purpose, if it gets recommended, he gives it's a, a five. five. Right. So, well, I too would give it a five. Oh man. Man, for a second, I thought you were going to give it a two. I do. Uh, yeah. I'd get. I would. <laughs> I was like, "What?" I liked it about the same as Umbrella Academy. No, uh, actually, I, you gave you gave the highest score for Umbrella. Yeah, I mean, if 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 you're giving people bad science science experiments, 
lower would be better. So I, I could so give it a true. I could give, give it, it a one. one and <laughs> Stop. It's better. You're gonna confuse. <laughs> Nobody's. Confused. You have to analyze what it is we're comparing it to. So I thought that when when you said bad science experiments, I was like, that's terrible because that's a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. Uh, I'll give it a three out of five. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was like, what? Uh, it's a five. Come on. We knew. Like yes. anybody listening even cared to hear my opinion at this point. And here we go. Which a, means we have to, to read more. We have more. to read more, which is why I was... That's why I tricked that's you. That's why you tricked Because me. I was like, oh, no, we got to read more. <laughs> <laughs> it all makes sense now. Yeah. I mean, we have been tossing around what what we... Are planning on doing for our next ongoing i would not suggest reading this whole series though i would say to like 50 if we did it but because 50 is where the big nasty happens it's crazy Ooh. um there are some other things that happen on the way there that is so hard for me not to talk about but i don't want to spoil the good moments okay so i'll um, diverge uh I will say it's been. It was really nice having the physical comic to read this time because I Isn't got it really because you picked it up, and it was the first time I ever read a pod or a comic for the podcast that I actually had in my own yeah. two meaty hands. That's yeah, good stuff. Yeah, everybody's experienced that, but me now. I think I don't think I've read yeah. one for the com for the podcast. You have the original turtles. I. I didn't read the book though. I oh. left it here for Pat. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I le- uh, but I, um, I might have read that and then gave it to Pat. I don't remember. Um, and my, I mean, when did you get the Spider Verse that I got from you? After we'd read it, because oh. I wanted to know if I liked it first. Um, and so, even though I own the issues to this. The first handful are not at my house right now. No. So I couldn't read the physical. I had to read it digitally. Um, I almost bought the same book that the two of you have because I would rather... Sometimes it's nice to have the comics and the graphic novels because the graphic novel you can pull off a shelf and have like a large amount of comics without having to like carry comic books around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so anyway... It does make a big difference, though, doesn't it? It does, yes. Yeah. So for those of you who are reading comics along with us, if you ever find one that you are enjoying, definitely pick up a physical version. It changes the... Like, it can easily influence your enjoyment, at least to an extent. I'm not going to say it's going to totally change your opinion, but it definitely adds to the experience. We've mentioned that before. Yeah, especially if it's the older ones and they just scan them in because sometimes the, the... Oh, on the digital? The, yeah, the yeah. digital scans. Like the words kind of get a little bit messed up. Mm-hmm. And like the art's not quite as clean. Yeah. Especially on the, old, yeah, the older one. That's probably what you said. Yeah. Anything else to add? I think we, <laughs> I think we ran this one pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I, I have something else to add. Okay. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. I'm oh. Patrick. Wait. No. <laughs> Stop. You're not Patrick. Next issue, <laughs> we're reading the comic. Seer. It's like a standalone That's a thing, kind of, right? Comic arc thing. It's yeah. called The Q Conflict, published by IDW, the same company that made this Turtles 
yeah. comic mm -hmm. uh, for this issue. And it is a Star Trek comic suggested to us by Christoph. Correct. So, uh, Christoph, you got to sway us into your corner for this one. Next issue will be the Q conflict. Uh, and we will. I, if, for those of you who do read digitally, if you read along, it is on Comixology on Amazon. So you can read it on Kindle. Um, otherwise, pick it up. Order it in at your local shop or however. If you like Star Trek. If you like Star Trek, I'm sure it's something that you'll be happy to have. If you don't know if you like Star Trek, read it digitally. <laughs> I would hate to suggest you buy something that you may not like. Spoil it. No. No, you know what I'm saying? I know what you're like, saying. Like, I, I wouldn't exactly suggest, I wouldn't I suggest would something either. to somebody that yes. I... Like, the reason I punch your wallet so hard is I know what you like. Right. <laughs> like a good salesman. I am a good salesman. <laughs> I punch wallets like a good salesman. <laughs> Do you have anything else to say, Pat? <laughs> I'm Patrick. This is Will. And I'm Chris. And you've been listening to Guys With Issues. Ta-da! Dum 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 dum. No, that's fine. <laughs> Just beatbox our own outro. You can catch the new issue of Guys with Issues each week on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts, or check out our website, GuysWithIssues.com, where you can listen, find reading lists, follow along, and get to know us better. You can also find us on Instagram at guys underscore with underscore issues and on Facebook at guys with issues. Send us emails to longbox at guyswithissues.com and tell us your thoughts or send us suggestions on what we should read next. We would love to hear from our listener. I mean, it was good overall last time. I haven't gone through and done much aside from just the chopping but there's some bleed in here and there but it's not bad all right well then we'll leave it this way yeah we could try why he not sounds kind of aggressive chopping bleeding is he an editor or a butcher <laughs> a little bit of both uh two professions that are akin to one another chops out you take something whole back together and you figure out how to dismantle it and give it to people in a way that is much more palatable. <laughs> Not only does he edit this podcast, but he also... Butchers it every time we record. 